podcast land and welcome to another edition of Jesus and Coffee Amen. Ah, this is a daily devotion slash Bible study. We read the scriptures, we pray, we have our coffee and we start our day. I want more and more. Give me a good cup of coffee. Give me a word that rocks me. A whole lot of Jesus and a little caffeine. You are my awakening. The world awaits out the front door. Well, this is Jesus and Coffee, amen. I've got my Bible open in front of me. I've got a nice hot cup of dark roast coffee. And I got everything I need to start my day. So why don't you join us? If you love Jesus and you love coffee, Come on in. If you don't love Jesus and or coffee, come on in anyway. You may like it. You may not. You may learn something. You may not. But it surely won't help you. I guarantee you that much. Maybe something to start your day. You may find something to think about all day, to meditate, and to make your day better than it might have been. So let's get started. We're going to read the scripture. We're going to pray. We're going to have coffee. And we're going to start our day. Jesus and coffee. Amen. Only you make me come alive. Only you can satisfy. It's a supernatural high. Jesus and coffee. Amen. All right. Today I will once again be reading from the ESV, English Standard Version. I'm going to read John chapter 6, verses 1 through 15. Let's pray and get into the Word. Almighty God, we come to you in the name of Jesus We ask you to open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things from your holy word. Change us with your word because we desperately need to be changed. Speak to us through your word because we desperately need to hear your voice and reveal yourself to us from your word because we desperately need to know you. Amen. After this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain And there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was at hand. Lifting up his eyes then, and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they for so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, about five thousand in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. 
so also the fish as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten their fill, he told his disciples, gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, this is indeed the prophet who was coming to the world. Perceiving then that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself. The word of the Lord. Amen. Okay, I quickly want to point out that in verse 5, when Jesus said to Philip, where can we buy the bread? And in verse 8, when Andrew said, there's a boy here with some loaves of bread. And in verse 12, when Jesus said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that are left over, they're all written in the dramatic present. I talked about this before, in case you weren't here. When it's written in the dramatic present, that means that the author wants you to see it as if it's happening before your eyes and see it as if through the wonder that he saw it with, be affected by it like he was because it was such an astounding event. Okay, so moving on. We see in this passage that Jesus is testing Philip. It's not the kind of test where you pass or fail, but it's one that allows you to know yourself better. Jesus wants Philip to know who is next to him. Instead of telling Jesus where, where he can buy the food, he tells him how much it would cost. 200 denarii would be more than $30,000 today. But Jesus didn't ask how much it would cost, did he? I dare say most of us see things the same way as Philip does. Uh, wait a minute, Skippy. It would cost more than six months' pay to feed all these people. There is an old saying. Instead of telling God how big your mountain is, tell your mountain how big your God is. Philip is standing next to the one who spoke when the universe leapt into existence and all he sees is how big his mountain is. Andrew does a little better. Instead of focusing on what they don't have, he focuses on what they have. Well, Jesus, there's a kid here with a couple of tuna fish sandwiches, but that's not saying much. So Jesus just says, have the people sit down. Pay attention, guys. I showed you that I have power over the elements when I changed water into wine. I showed you I have power over long-term illness when I healed the man who was sitting by the pool of Bethesda ill for 38 years. I showed you that I have power over death by healing the boy who was dying. I'm going to feed all these people with a little boy's lunch. Now it says here that there were 5,000 men. So there were probably some women there, maybe some children. So there could have been anywhere from 10 to 15,000 people. And Jesus feeds them on a couple tuna fish sandwiches. Then he tells the disciples to gather up what's left and he gets more than 12 baskets full. This is, this is the creator God. This is the kind of power he has. Christian, 
Keep your eyes on God, not on your problems. Your problems have no, no ability to stand up to God. They are no match to God. Jesus is the one who spoke when the universe leapt into existence. Jesus is the one who loves you so much that he died for you. Jesus' compassion is illustrated here. He doesn't want to send these people away or ignore the fact that they're hungry. He's going to feed them. And he wants to teach his disciples a lesson. He wants to teach you the same lesson. See God's power. See what he can do. Not what you can't do. Not what your problem is. Oh, believe in the ability of Christ to fix your life. He is the only one who can fix your life. And that doesn't mean he's going to give you your best life now. Your best life comes in heaven. But you'll see that you'll have what you need. And he's always there for you. Oh, love this God. Serve this God. Believe in this God. Thank you for listening. To Jesus and coffee, amen.